This is Golf Talk Canada, Canada's only nationally syndicated golf talk radio and TV program. Presented by Acura. Launch into performance with the all-new 2019 lineup. Visit Acura.ca for all models and dealer incentives. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sakino and Bob Weeks. Uh, good morning, Canada. And it's a chilly one here in the T-Dot. Maybe, maybe just starting to think that, oh, is it time? Is it time? Are they going away? Hold on, not so fast. If you're living in southern Ontario, weather's going to make a turn, get really nice at the end of the week. You'll be able to play more golf. And I'm sure there are other parts of the country, if you're listening to us out on the West Coast, you've got to put them away. I never put them away. Yeah, Victoria. Zacchino in studio, Weeks in a studio, Scully in studio. We're going to have T.J. Rule from Golfway Tours with us. He'll be in studio. It's a jam-packed house today. But, Bob, right off the top, Welcome home. Congratulations. Another major under the belt. And you beat the time. You put up a time. You said, I want, was it four hours? Four hours. You said, I want to get under four. You did it. Well done. Just, yeah, just. It was, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you, if you're going to go to a city where you want to celebrate, Berlin's a pretty good city. They I just want you to know we broke the budget to get cool in the gang here this <laughs> yeah, morning. That's just. <laughs> All right, so so uh, walk us through. So you got there, yeah. Got to Berlin. Yeah. There, uh, it's one of the six majors in marathoning, and there were sixty-two thousand people running this marathon. Sixty-two thousand people. Now I didn't win the race. I just want to make sure they're clear. The guy who won actually missed the world record by two seconds. Really? It was two hours one minute. In 41 seconds or something. Really? So he was finished, cooled out, sitting on his couch, probably drinking a beer, and I was like just crossing the halfway point, <laughs> probably or something like that. But good fun, rainy day. Uh, Berlin's a cool city. If you want to go, they have a, a, a really wild nightlife. Uh, we didn't experience that at the Alley Cat, and I didn't experience a lot of that. But mm-hmm. Well, it's, you're it's, there to run a marathon. You can't exactly go out and oh, like, rip one. Yeah, oh, afterwards. <laughs> like, it's nothing. The clubs there don't start until, like, 2 a.m. And it's nothing really? at, like, 7 in the morning to see some guy with uh, wearing all leather with uh, spikes in his head and... Uh, you know, he brought Scully? Yeah, and weird-looking stuff just walking down the street, walking home in the oh, middle yeah. of the morning. So it's, uh, But it's a, it's a cool city. They've done a great job rebuilding it. Um, it's a lovely spot, and it was good. And I even watched a uh, European tour with German commentary. Ah. Yeah. Was it like uh, kind of like very direct and, 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 and yes. curt? <laughs> Make some, the pot! There's a few observations I will say about my time over there. One is that... Uh, the German language is not a very sexy language. No, I'm sure it could no. be. Right. It's not like Spanish or Italian. Right. Let's just throw it out exactly. there. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I in Europe, everyone has little coffees. Like I, w- I yes. want a big. You know, yes. here I got the giant Timmy's right yes. here. You don't. Yeah, you couldn't get, get an Americano. You had to stick you in the. Can't lane. really get those ones. Really? Unless, I mean, if you try, you can obviously. Because yeah. in Italy, they start. like the little coffees too. Yeah. But you can, you they, you can get out of the lane. They will and, give you one. And men wear a lot of scarves. Yes, like, scarves you know, are big. big. Yes, big over there. Yes, so. I think we got to start wearing more scarves. I think In fact, this winter I'm going to wear more scarves. <laughs> okay, good call. Especially <laughs> now that I'm bald, Bob. I got to like get warm in other places. You put something no, on your guy. <laughs> <laughs> you got to put something on your head. Yeah, you gotta maybe I'm going to get a. Uh, I'm going to wear more fedoras and scarves. Fedoras would be a good look for you. <laughs> ah, we got a pool and a pond. The pond be good for you. Um. We did the TSN TaylorMade 
in your absence. Yes, I heard. Uh, we had a great time up at Cedar Bray. So thanks to Justin and Martin for hosting us up at Cedar Bray. Justin's uh, a big long-distance runner. Yes, and Justin was actually out west with Leslie and Casey and the, the Adidas family for their kind of brainstorming right. sessions. Saw some pictures. Yeah, very cool. Uh, but we were up at Cedar Braid, did a little uh, tailor-made TSN. Uh, people keep asking me who won. I have no idea. <laughs> And I don't even know what team I played for. Because uh, Nick told me, uh, he's like, okay, well, if uh, Taylor May needs you, uh, you're going to play there. And if uh, TSN's short, you're going to play there. So I'm like, all right. So I just, you know, we just went and played. But we had a blast. We had so much fun. Right off the top, I want to give you our uh, Golf Talk Canada poll. Oh, today. yes. It's on my What's Twitter feed. It's on our, my Twitter we, feed. Uh, Golf Talk TSN. Canada retweeted it as well. Okay. Who will be the next Canadian to win? And the choices are, because this is kind of current, which we're going to get into Wow, we're going to get into it right away. we got Adam Hadwin, we got Nick Taylor, mm-hmm. we got Elena Sharp, mm-hmm. and then we have Other. And we'll uh, let you vote, and we'll give you the results at the end of the day. All right, well, let me give you the show lineup, and we will get right to that uh, uh, then. TJ Rule in studio. We're going to talk some travel. Obviously, it's the time of year where you might want to get away, but TJ just got back from Spain, and my eyes kind of lit up because I've never been there. Always wanted to play Valderrama. I went, mm, maybe we should have TJ in and talk about Spain. That's basically how we put the show together. We just sit around and come up with whims and go, Oh, there's the show. That's how it works. And then we have some winners weird and what? We got some interesting stuff there. Elena Sharp with an opportunity to lead. We're going to hear some audio for her. Scully time. Lots to talk to in Scully time. But something we're not going to get to before we get to Scully time that I want to throw it at you and Scully. Interesting comments from Rory McIlroy last week at the Dunhill about course setup. Interesting comments this week about Podrick Harrington at Whistling Straits and the Ryder Cup presser they had on Tuesday about course setup and home field advantage and what that should mean or shouldn't mean to captains in the Ryder Cup. So maybe we'll chew on that a little bit later in the show. But first, some news and headlines. News and headlines are brought to you by Bushnell Golf. For precision in any condition, visit BushnellGolf.com. Bushnell, the number one rangefinder in golf. All right, you said it off the top. Who's the next Canadian to win? And one of your choices, Elena Sharp. She's tied for the lead. A three-way tie through 36 holes of the Volunteers of America Classic on the LPGA Tour. And Bob, why not Elena Sharp? She's been playing really well. She started working last year with Brett Saunders, who is a BC coach who did spend a lot of time working with Adam Hadwin and really kind of uh, tightened up her game a little bit. Gave her, gave her kind of more shots in the bag. And she's also mentally been working on just trying to stay in the moment. She finds she gets a little anxious sometimes. She gets ahead of herself. Uh, so she's been doing that really well. So how good has it been working? Well, this year, you know, she's kind of a, a journey person, I guess you'd call her in her career. She's had 13 top tens. Four of those have come this year. So you know she's playing well. She also... Um, has really got our sights focused on Tokyo in, uh, in July next year for the Olympics, where I'm, unless something changes, which it could, but uh, I think she and Brooke will be the, the Canadian team. Well, she'll go off in that tie, nine under par. She's in the final group. That's off rounds of 68 and 65. So we'll be watching Alina Sharp over the weekend to see if she can grab that first win on the LPGA Tour. Now, think. speaking of Canadians, last week I worked uh, PG Tour Radio for the Safeway, uh, and Cameron Champ, first off, amazing emotional victory with what he's playing for. The weight of his grandfather and him are so close. His grandfather taught him the game, introduced him to the game, uh, obviously uh, dealing with some what is eventually going to be terminal cancer issue for his grandfather. Um, very emotional win. And from a Cameron Champ standpoint, maybe the first time we've seen more tools from Cameron Champ's bag other than just the long ball. He really... 
To win on Sunday, it had to be more than just hit it 380 yards. And the reason I say partly that we needed to see more is because of what an incredible performance by Team Canada. We had four flags on the board with a chance to win. We had, what, six or seven make the cut, Bob? Which Seven made the cut. Seven made the cut, which is a new record on the PGA Tour to, to make it to the weekend. But when we started the broadcast... We had Nick Taylor and Adam Hadwin at 11 under, Corey Connors at 10, Roger Sloan at 10, four Canadians on the front page of the leaderboard within striking distance. At the end of the day, it was Adam Hadwin who birdies the last three holes to make a push to force Cameron Champ to uh, birdie the last to win. And who's on the leaderboard again this week with a chance to win? Adam Hadwin. And, you know, there was an uh, interesting blog by Ernie Els this week where he was ta- asked about and talked about, so should say, about uh, the picks that he's going to make. And Adam Hadwin's name was featured prominently in there. So let's, uh, let's see what he can do this week. I know it's on his goal list. I know we'll see what happens. He's going to play this week. Then he'll take uh, some time off and go over for the little three, Asian tour- swing? three tournaments swing over in Asia. Yeah, and it would not hurt for Ernie Els to put somebody on this team who's done this before. Because if you yeah, read right. that list, there are yeah. names on that list that go, never played, never yeah. played, never played. Yeah, and the, the remaining picks really are, besides that, are our first-timers looking like, I mean, uh, Jason Day, obviously. Right, other than Jason the Day. Three. Uh, interesting Kepka news this week on multiple <laughs> fronts. First of all, we learned that Brooks Kepka has been kind of hobbling around on a bad knee for since March. He had some stem cell uh, injections done on the offseason. And then he goes ahead and misses the cut. But his brother Chase in Vegas on a sponsor's exemption, makes the cut. Kepka scratching news. <laughs> Lots of Kepka. Chase Kepka. Yes. You going to chase Kepka? To chase it, I don't know. <laughs> a lot of people are doing know. that all year. That's a- uh, but he did have the uh, he did have the reveal that the day after the tour championship, he had a stem cell injection. Uh, he had a patella tendon that was partially torn, so he had stem cells injected into his knee. And he said it was the most painful thing he'd ever gone through. They showed it to him. On a screen, so you're watching. I guess they freeze it up, obviously, but they're watching it on the screen as they're doing it. And he said it was uh, extremely painful, but he feels 100% right now. Um, he wants maybe to knocking the rust season. off at Vegas. Yeah, it's again, it's not a major, so he's not trying. Yeah, he don't care. <laughs> uh, we should also mention in Vegas, Nick Taylor also playing well. Taylor played great last week, and only two off the lead as well for Nick Taylor in Vegas. And finally, in news and headlines, and this is upsetting to me. This one bothers me, and it's just another sign of. Maybe we're just playing too much professional golf in a 12-month calendar. The Irish Open moving next year. This is due to the WGC FedEx changing its dates because it had a horrible date this year. But the one great thing I loved about the European Tour and the one great thing that I thought Keith, you know, Keith Pauly's done a great job with a lot of things on that side of the pond. But the one thing I loved was Irish Open leads to Scottish Open leads to Open Championship. And now that's going to that be broken was up. Such a great and such a sense, made so much sense yeah. to do that. Now they've had to switch things around. The European Tour came out with its schedule for 2020 this week. And it basically, it's a reprise of last year. There's not a lot of new tournaments on there. Uh, Pelly's got eight of that Rolex series, which are the big money tournaments. He was hoping to get to 10 by this year, but he didn't get quite get there. But the. The big thing was that because of the WGC takes that date where the Irish Open was last year, the Irish Open is going to move to May, um, and we'll see how that affects the field. But I imagine it'll it'll be pretty significant. Yeah, I think it may be huge. Now, mind you, we'll say this: 
Rory McIlroy did not play his own Irish Open this year. Right. Because he did not want to play all those weeks in a row. That's right. So who knows? Maybe it's a benefit. Maybe, maybe it's a plus side. Maybe there is. I don't know. Uh, another shout-out before we go to break here. I want to thank TaylorMade. New weapons arrive. This ah, week. I don't know if you saw nice. it, Bob. I got the new, the 2020 790s have arrived. You get them in left-handed. I got them in left-handed. <laughs> and uh, the new MGs have arrived, the wedges. Beautiful. Um, because, you know, I think I need to hit my irons longer. So. You do. <laughs> You do. Don't worry about accuracy. Just, yes, I just need to get them further because they got to go further. This is going to be hard for me. I know Nick's listening, and probably a few of the other boys might be listening this morning as well. But it's going to be hard for me because you know the equipment's exceptional. I know these seven nineties are like, well, they've been nothing but a massive home run for the company, and everybody I know who owns the, even the original seven nineties absolutely love them. But the seven seventies were the favorite. It's my favorite iron I've ever owned. I truly don't want to take them out of the bag. Like, it saddens me to take them out of the bag because I love them so much. Uh, But we're going to give this a shot. We're going to give this a shot. Progress. We're gonna yes, progress. <laughs> gonna start to walk a little, little bit more upright in twenty twenty. <laughs> All right. On the other side from Golfway Tours, our good friend TJ Rule in studio. We're gonna talk a little bit about Spain, his recent trip to Spain, and also maybe get into a little bit of hey, it feels colder than I expected, and I'd still like to play golf. Where can I take off for four days? So we might get into that as well because we are hitting that October November. Hey, maybe I extend my season trip as well. Who knows? Maybe you can do that in Spain as well because the weather's fantastic. We'll get to. That on the other side. This is Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC was brought to you by Acura. Launch into performance with the all-new 2019 lineup. Visit Acura.ca for all models and dealer incentives. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of GTC is brought to you by TaylorMade and the speed-injected Twistface M5 and M6 drivers. Everybody gets faster in 2019. Visit TaylorMade.ca for more information or to book your custom fitting today. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sakino and Bob Weeks. And welcome back to Golf Talk Canada. Zakino in studio with Weeks. Scully will be along a little bit later. And uh, now we're going to talk a little travel. Switch a little gears. And when we like to talk a little travel at Golf Talk Canada, we talk to Golf Away Tours. We talk to TJ Rule. TJ, what's happening, buddy? How are you? I'm good, Mark. How are you doing? I'm good. First off, before we uh, get to Spain and whatnot, because I know you just got back, I want to thank you. I haven't seen you really in person since I've been home from Ireland. I don't believe. Correct. We've talked, chatted back and forth. Trip was awesome. We had such a good time. Uh, man, it, it, our, our Royal Caribbean is the hardest golf course in the world. Uh, it's so if you good. Get the weather you guys. Oh my God, we got some rough weather, but it was amazing. But it's and, unbelievable, isn't yes, it? Yes, I mean, and Royal is... Portrush. Um, that might be the one if, if, like, in that circuit, like the the, the Northern Loop, if you, the one you want to be a member at and play every day, that might be the one. And I think their new holes. They, they look like they've been there for 100 years. They fit in so well. They yeah. did a great job with those new holes. And if you remember there, the second course is pretty good, too. I've so, heard. You know, the yeah. second course at County Down is yeah. decent, but it's pretty short. Right. Right. But at, at Port Rush, you get two right. courses, and they're both. And not that you wouldn't want to be a member of Royal County Down, but no, being a be member right. of Royal County Down is like being a member at the National or being a member at Oakmont. Like, you really want to make sure that every day you go out, it's a, it's a punishment to yourself. Like, you're, yeah. you know, like you didn't spend enough time in the confession, so you joined the RCD. <laughs> Not right? that That's Port Rush is a piece of cake. No, be honest. no, but, I mean, 
it's certainly uh, uh, it's not easy, but it's certainly a, a, I don't want to use the word fair because it's not like Royal County Down is unfair. It's just like you don't get the violence that you get at Royal. Like Royal County Down, you, there's something like the hopping and the it's on the ground a lot more. It's on the, a hard ground a lot more. It is, but I, and and you, you mentioned fair, and that's what I like about County Down. It is difficult, but I still yeah. feel it's fair. You know, you can yeah. spray the ball a little bit, especially the second time around. When yeah. We played it back to back days. The blind shots, especially the second time around. It is certainly fair to me. It's the it's the the it's the cement and and the way you need to learn to play cement and that's not a that's that's a compliment it's not a yeah. a, a complaint golfers, great. yeah uh, and we got huge uh, great uh, response from the travel show people are still tweeting it and where can I see it and people I've heard from it. a lot of guys as well and yeah. uh, it's uh, it was a great show and uh, really showcased a yeah. great destination. they loved it people for like that we uh, went and visited are still tweeting us and, yeah. and reaching out to us like Bush Mills and uh, Port Rush <laughs> Bush Mills wants you to pay their they want, pay yeah, the hammer <laughs> Left the hammer. Hammer got the bushmills. He got the best of the bushmills. The hammer. So, uh, okay. I saw you, uh, Bob. Have you ever been to Spain? I have never been to Spain. No. It's always. It's, but it seems to be more and more people I know are going to Spain. It gets. It's become sort of a a place to go. It's certainly become more popular for us in the last few years as well. Um, we've always spent more, sent more people to Portugal than Spain, to be honest. And a lot of that has to do with access to direct flights and so on. Um, and uh, I understand that Portugal is may- maybe the best bang for your buck in Europe. Yeah, very good deals there, and uh, and and good golf, and you know a lot of a lot of similarities to Spain. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Spain's uh, become a lot more popular in the last little while, and uh, you can see why for sure. I know one thing: if we go to Spain to play golf, you're getting the weather that I got for for four of the eight days I <laughs> I was gone because their weather looks perfect all the time. Coming in here this morning, I'm wondering why I came back. Well, I yeah. know, but TJ always says there's no such thing as bad weather, just bad gear. That's, <laughs> That's one right. Of favorite I love that so, line. So in a general sense, what's the golf product like in Spain? I mean, we know some of the big courses, but generally speaking. Generally speaking, okay, so you've got, you know, the big courses, and you've got, you know, Valderrama and PGA Catalunya up in, near Barcelona that are, have been ranked top 100 in the world and, and, and two of the top courses in Europe. Can you play those on the same trip? Or are they too far apart? Well, you've yeah, you got to fly. All right. Yeah, they're, they're quite a ways apart. Um, I did the drive once, but that was crazy. Okay. Um, yeah, you fly in between, but and Barcelona is a great destination as well. And there's not a ton of top end golf there, but but a couple of great courses and a great city to visit. Um, and then beyond that, you kind of get to the next level courses. I like to say, right, it, that are very very good courses and, and and good price point as well. And there are a ton of those. Would it be like I don't know if this is a fair. Uh statement but like you go to sawgrass and there's the stadium and then there's the valley and the valley's still really good yeah. and people enjoy the valley it's just not the stadium it just doesn't stack up to the other one right, right. and um yeah i would say that i mean they've got so many courses that are in very good condition i mean the weather especially down in the south where we went the weather you just can't beat right and the group that i went to i went with a group of guys from mississauga golf and country club and um stayed with a couple stayed with them a couple of days at the start of their trip and uh, and they've been to the UK and Ireland before, and and they're like, why why are we going there again? Why would we go there again? Like, look at this weather, right? I mean, it's it's perfect, right? So um, that's one of the main reasons to go there. The weather is so good; they get so much sunshine. It's called Costa del Sol, the Sunshine Coast, right? Mm-hmm. And so they get so much sun. The weather when we were there, you know, end of September, it was 28, 29 degrees, sunshine, not a cloud in the sky. So that's obviously one of the main reasons to go. And then as a result, the golf courses are always in very good condition as well. So if you go and say, okay, Valderrama is the centerpiece of a Spanish golf trip, uh, can you fill enough golf around Valderrama in that region to not have to move from that region and just say we're going there and staying there? Absolutely. I, I mean, there are 
dozens and dozens of courses within you know a half hour drive down in that area down in Marbella and, and Malaga. Marbella is a um, a town that is, is very touristy. It's it's sort of the the Florida of of the UK if you want to if you want to call it that. Um, they go down for their weekend getaways or, or weeks or some some of them winter down there obviously in retirement. Mm-hmm. So the, it's a lot of Brits down there, a lot of Germans. It's a very touristy area, um, and Marbella itself for that reason has so many restaurants and bars and things to do beyond golf. Um, but golf really is a focus down in that area. So there are tons of golf courses. So yeah, you could play, honestly, you could be there for a month and play a different course every day. Oh, there you go. Uh, uh, to answer uh, Mississauga Boy's question, the reason you go to uh, Ireland and Scotland is because those are the best golf courses in the world. You're not going to wear shorts. Okay, fair. Right? <laughs> uh, qu- uh, curious, because you know when we were in the north, in Northern Ireland, it's expensive because you're on the British pound. Which, for some reason, has some fictional like value to the world, even though they're on the verge of anarchy on October 31st. <laughs> yet their dollar, their dollar keeps going up, which I don't understand. But uh, I guess that's above my pay grade. However, it, it gets expensive up in there. Now it's worth it. Like I said, the weather you just got to deal with it. Some you know the week after we left. We had David Mary hang back to meet his wife there, and they spent a week. And he played Royal County Down four days later after we left in shorts and a golf shirt. So you just <laughs> did. It's it's a roll of the dice, right? I get it, but it's you got to just embrace it, and you've got to go. These are just the best golf courses on the planet. End of story, and they are. But you pay for it. It is you get what you pay for in in life. You move into Euro when you go to the rest of Ireland, and you're certainly mo- moving to Euro when you get down into Spain, Portugal, etc. From a price point standpoint, when we're looking at Spain and, and kind of applying it to what Ireland looks like and Scotland looks like, et cetera, where, where in the economical ladder is that from a, from a golf uh, expense standpoint? I mean, there's so many, there's such a range down in that area because there's so many. Like Valderrama is a fortune, no? Valderrama is more expensive than Royal County Down. You're yeah. kidding me. No. And um, so, I mean, it's upwards of 400 euros. So, um, you know, it's it's the one that's really up there. Finca Cordeson, we've talked about a little bit, which hosted the Volvo uh, World Match Play for years and uh, is a great golf course as well. It's, it's um, you know, over 200. And, you know, La Reserva, which is one of the big courses, there, same thing, 200, 250, 300. So, I mean, yeah, you can pay that top-end uh, price point for the best courses. Um, but then, again, if you, if you want to go there for a value trip, there are so many good golf courses at the next level that, you know, you could really make a, a, a very good value trip like, like you could in Portugal. Right, which you can't. Hard to do in, uh, in Ireland and Scotland. Right. Hard I mean, I mean you you'd have to play the ones you haven't really heard right. of. Right, right. Yeah. Exactly. Is, is there a lot of that sense, too, where there are a lot of golf courses that we haven't heard of or even that's sort of people who know a little bit about Spanish golf haven't heard of where you can go around the corner, wow, look at this great golf course. Is, it, is, it, is there that... Uh, element of it in Spain? Yeah. Uh, surprisingly, the courses there, like, I mean, you wouldn't be disappointed, right? Yeah. I mean, you could play a dozen courses that are all very good and, and you wouldn't get tired of playing and you, you could play multiple times. And so when you get, you can, as a result, to answer your question, that there is really a wide price you point can. and you can, you can do a trip, you know, from, you know, five star down to three star golf. All right. On the other side, uh, I don't know if you guys noticed. Uh, a little cooler this morning. We yeah. the studio. A little yeah. darker. Just a little darker, a little colder, which means people are going, eh, maybe, maybe a week in November, maybe four days in October. We should probably talk about that because that's probably what's on people's minds right now. You know, obviously, people are planning big ones for next year. You know, we're doing Southwest, et cetera. And th- but I-, I was just talking to Hammer the other day going, man, I haven't played golf with you since we got back from Ireland. I haven't seen those boys. I'm like, 
I'm like, my October's a little, eh, I've got other things going on, but maybe in November when the Gulf Ticano World settles down, maybe we can steal four days somewhere. So where is that steal? That's what I want to talk to uh, TJ about next. It's Golf Away Tours, golfawaytours.com. TJ Rule in studio, talking travel for another segment. This is GTC. This segment of GTC, presented by Acura, was brought to you by TaylorMade and the speed-injected Twistface M5 and M6 drivers. Everybody gets faster in 2019. Visit TaylorMade.ca for more information or to book your custom fitting today. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Tourism Ireland, home of the 2019 Open Championship. Visit GolfAwayTours.com to book your Irish golf adventure. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Zucchino and Bob Weeks. And welcome back to GTC Zucchino Weeks in studio. Scully coming along for hour two, and we're with TJ Rule from Golf Away Tours. TJ, before we put a bow on Spain, uh, because I want to talk about, you know, people are probably trying to think, you know, they want to get out of here right now, um, or maybe thinking maybe a month from now they want to get out of here. Uh, food, wine. When I think of Spain, I think of wine. Uh, being a great As wine, a great wine country. Uh, I got to think that's part of a golf trip over there. I'm not a seafood eater, uh, but I know that people that go to uh, southern Spain have always told me they love the seafood. Absolutely. So food and food and booze. How do we wrap food that in a golf trip? I mean, that's the other reason to go there. And um, you know, a lot of the groups that we send there don't just do golf, right? I have another group going next uh, next month who are going to do a bunch of tours as well, day tours. They're actually doing a day tour to Morocco. Wow. They take a ferry across because it's right there. They're not listening to this show right now. <laughs> <laughs> the guy listening to this show right now, TJ, where can I play 54 holes yeah. in one day? That's <laughs> right. what he's listening <laughs> So I mean, there's so much to do there, and, and wine tours and all that, and, yes. and the and the price of of wine just just blows me away when I'm there. Um, I was just saying to to Bob during the break, went to the grocery store and there was a bottle of wine there for one euro fifteen. <laughs> Come on, like how do you even bottle it for that? But I mean, that's the bottle and, costs and more than that. That's right. So and, did you use it to brush your teeth for the yeah, week? What so, did you do? So I mean, honestly, <laughs> you go to a restaurant and and wine's often cheaper than Coke or even water. Or water, so, I know. It's just honestly financially responsible yeah. for you when you're there to drink wine. I know. It's so must. funny you say that because when uh, when Heather and I were in Italy for the first time. Uh, you know, we're waiting, and I'm not talking in Rome or Venice or places like that. I'm talking when we were somewhere hanging off a side of a mountain somewhere in the south. Instead of pour, we'd sit down at a restaurant, instead of pouring water on the table, the guy come over automatically and just start filling wine, like it's the table water, the yeah, wine, right? right? It's, it's insane, like right? is it not it? Okay, so it's unbelievable. And you mentioned the food, and obviously the seafood there is very, very good. Paella being the main dish that uh, you know is is, uh, is very popular. So yeah, you go there not just for great golf, but great. Great weather and food and wine. I hear they're opening up a uh, Sergio Garcia golf course where you get to beat uh, the crap out of the greens and tee blocks. <laughs> so you just rip them up on your own. Hey, aren't they playing in Spain this week? I think they are, actually. I'll they might be. Um, all right, switching gears. Um, because this is, this is I know Golfway Tour's specialty is custom golf trips to the finest destinations in the world where you really need to do it right where it's not you hop on a plane and you're there an hour later. It's getting those tee times at Royal County down that, that are almost impossible in the prime time next year, same as Portrush. Old Head, look at the trouble we had even uh, getting on Old Head with our group uh, for next year. Uh, things of that nature where you, where you need a specialist. St. Andrews, the old course. But 
Right now, this time of year, I'm again, like even in my brain, I've done nothing but travel this year, and I went, hmm, maybe I should go away for four days and play golf in November. So, uh, in the South, if you're going to jump away, Bob, where's your favorite place to play golf? Lo- I mean, locally, in terms of North America, where it's like a two or three hour plane ride away where you just get up and go. Because for me, it's probably Casa de Campo. Uh, I love the Carolinas a lot, too. I was going to say the Carolinas are really kind of my favorite spot. I love it down there. Yeah. It's a, I'm not a big Florida guy. I don't mind Florida, but yeah. I think that uh, I like the Carolinas. Same here. Kind of the honesty of it. And the same, you know, the other spot is, is out the San Diego way, which is cool. Oh, I like yes. it out that way, too. Lots of good golf. I yeah, love that. Weather. On the eastern seaboard, I'm with you a thousand percent. On the eastern seaboard, and again, weather can be touchy as we start getting to middle November. Uh, end of November could still you could still get great weeks, but it could be touchy. But that stretch from um, TPC Sawgrass from the from the mothership of PGA Tour headquarters up the seaboard through Georgia through the Carolinas, right? That stretch is I think the prettiest part of the Eastern Seaboard of of, of America. Like to me, I'll take that the lower Georgia. Lower South Carolina. Yeah, some good spots. Uh, I take that over anything. Yeah. I really would. Over Florida. What about for you, Teach? What's your favorite place to go? Just if I said to you right now, we got four days, let's go play golf. It can't be Ireland. It can't, I mean, it's got to be a North America up and down, three night, four day. Where are you going? Well, there are a couple spots that come to mind, and you guys mentioned the Carolinas. Pinehurst is one of my favorite oh, spots. I love, We've yeah. talked about it before. And, yeah. And, have uh, you played number four since the rental? Not since the rental. Neither so have I. I. Get down Maybe there we again. should be doing that. Okay, let's, All right. let's do it. <laughs> and honestly, the. Um, the weather in November to extend our golf season and go down there and play the weather there is still quite good, and their rates drop in in mid November. So um, it's a good time to go. You still get sort of eighteen twenty degrees during the day, and uh, and obviously amazing golf. There's so much great golf, not just at the resort there, but in the whole Pinehurst area. Mm-hmm. So that's one of my spots. Another one I always love to go to, and I generally get a, a chance to go there um, once a year, once every couple of years, is Bermuda. Which is so close, Just and so easy to get that. to. So, so such a short flight. It's it really amazing. is. Bob, it's I've never been. It's great. It's surprisingly close. Been. People are, are shocked that it's only like a two and a half hour flight yeah. from Toronto. Um, so and and they've got flights. some really solid golf courses, right? They like, do. In fact, they're hosting a PGA, PGA Tour, Tour event yeah. uh, later though. this fall. Um, but you've won Royal. the World Par Three there, of course. <laughs> well, <laughs> you have. He's won the World Par Three. It has to be acknowledged. Let the record show. Let the record show. And then Mid Ocean has been ranked top hundred in the world. Mid-Ocean, like, was that not the host of the PGA uh, Grand no, Slam? That was Port Royal, where they're playing Royal, the event uh, this fall. So there's Port okay. Royal and Mid-Ocean, the two top courses there. And, yeah, it technically has the biggest, uh, the most golf courses per capita in the world. Because right. Yeah, <laughs> there's no one there. Six miles, miles right. long or whatever. What's, what's, um, the, what's the, uh, the weather? Like, when is it good to yeah, go? Yeah, so there? similar to, um, uh, to other destinations, sunshine destinations, like the south of Spain that we were talking about, the summer is their very busy time because families go and it's really hot and it's beach weather and all that. And that's the same with Bermuda. So when you move into November, December, it's more golf weather and, and golfers that go. You don't get the beach weather. But, you know, you're still in the, in the 20s. So okay. even, in the, even in the middle of winter, it's around 20 degrees is a high, um, which isn't hot, but it's great golf weather. It's a pretty spot. Very, very pretty spot. Yeah, like it's a great it place to go. And then the other one you mentioned before is Casa de Campo. And I, I got to uh, mention it and plug it again because they just came out with a couple days ago to us as a, as a supplier and gave us 
pretty incredible rates for people who want to go between now and mid-December. They you really want to get people down there and fill it up. So yeah. if people are interested in going to Casa de Campo, give us a call. We've got really good rates. I'm telling you right now, for those are hands down the two best uh, Caribbean golf uh, the, to die for and teeth. I even think I like to die for better than teeth. I think I, I do as well. I, teeth yeah. has the few holes that are spectacular. On the ocean, and the I get it. itself. Oh, it's outstanding. The food's amazing. So you yeah. can you can try like five or six different restaurants all on property. Yeah. The pools are amazing. The beach is amazing. Mrs. Golf Talk Canada loves it. I'm not even allowed to go there without <laughs> Mrs. Golf Talk Canada because it's just too good. Uh, no, I'm with you 100%. And we should mention that... A lot of airlines direct nonstop to Putacana Airport, and then you take the 45-minute uh, bus ride or limo ride to La Romana to where Casa de Campo is. However, on Saturdays now, Air Transat out of Toronto has added a direct nonstop to La Romana Airport. Just and five it's a, minutes It's across the road. Yeah. Yeah, across the road. So, all right, Teach. Let's just figure it out. Let's just go. We'll figure it out. We'll go. Go. Let's go. Absolutely. Uh, how was your golf season? We've played. We, you and I played two, three times. Well, we yeah, had our matches. Obviously, I didn't play quite as much this year as you know. I had, you had the uh, house little back? baby boy uh, last summer, so yes. Julian is uh, fourteen months old now, and I haven't quite got him out playing golf yet. So, um, but we're working on it. So, uh, um, how's the back? The back is good. You know, at the beginning of the year, I struggled a little bit uh, with the sciatica, and boy, that takes a long time to. Oh go man! Oh yeah. man! And, of course, now it's good, and so I don't uh, stretch and exercise anymore, so it's going to get worse again. <laughs> you know, right. I'm not very good. I'm not very good at maintaining. But, but I'm good. anyway, I played golf yesterday. I'm, I'm happy. I, I'm, I'm, I've played a lot less this year, but it, it was still a good year. Before I let you go, Tiger Woods going to play for Team USA playing captain? At uh, President's Cup, or is he going to take a pass? He has to, doesn't he? Well, I think you know, I, I there's a rumor that he has to, by the way. But he, but I've he's, heard that but he's last not, week. He's really not healthy, though, is he? I don't know. He just had knee surgery. I mean, I know. There's gonna, a rumor that he has to. He's going to play the hero. We saw that. He's right going to play over in Japan. We know that. It'll be Let's see I mean, what he looks like in Japan. I mean, I sure hope. I, you know I'm a Tiger fan. I mm-hmm. sure hope he That's plays. That's why I'm It makes it a lot more interesting to watch, right. for one thing. And right. uh, uh, I'd say <laughs> if I was a betting man, I wouldn't bet. <laughs> We were betting, man. I would have bet. I like that. Golfawaytours.com. Golfawaytours.com. TJ Rule. Check him out online. Um, if someone contacted you and wanted to play TJ at RCD Royal Port Rush next June, July, August, could you still get him a tee time? I'll tell you, they've sold out basically for the entire year. Um, there are very few uh, random tee times throughout the early part of the year. Uh, August, September, it's pretty much a write-off for both courses already, That's which is crazy. It's uh, unbelievable. And they were talking October, about... Same thing. They don't allow guests in October on County Down anymore. So really, the second half of the summer is a no-go. Early in the year, there's a few times available, but not many. I've talked to a ton of clients uh, over the last little while wanting to go, and basically we've had to push them all back to 21. Wow. It, it's amazing, uh, you know, considering that, you know, Golf Talk Canada, what we did for Ireland. <laughs> yeah, put it on the map, Mark. You, you know what? Bob goes there to cover the Open. <laughs> Scully goes there to play golf. All of a sudden, tours of Ireland's with uh, Golf Talk Canada for the last year or so, and then look what happened. They're sold out. Unbelievable. I don't know. Hey, listen, I don't make this stuff up. Coincidence? I Coincident? I doubt it. <laughs> TJ, great to see you, buddy. TJ Wolf from Golfway Tours on the other side. We'll tee up our two. Chew the fat maybe on this Harrington uh, McElroy. We'll get that going here about course setup. Is it fair? Is it right to get that extreme with course setup for Ryder Cups? They had the Whistling Straits press conferences earlier this week on Tuesday, and Padraig Harrington suggested he'd like to see a more moderate setup on either side of the pond. This is Golf Talk Canada. 
This segment of GTC presented by Acura was brought to you by Tourism Ireland, home of the 2019 Open Championship. Visit GolfAwayTours.com to book your Irish golf adventure. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of Golf Talk Canada is brought to you by WeatherTech Canada, Canada's leader in automotive accessories, including DigiFit Floor Liner, the most advanced concept in floor protection today. Visit WeatherTech.ca. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Zucchino and Bob Weeks. And welcome back to Golf Talk Canada, Zucchino and Weeks. Thanks to TJ for coming in and chatting a little travel with us. Did you see this article about the third standard deviation that Bryson DeChambeau believes we all live in? What's he talking about, Bob? I have no... What is he speaking of? I think it's like the Matrix. Is that right? what it is? Isn't it? Where you... So, like, Keanu Reeves is his new swing coach? <laughs> yeah, is that so. what's going on here? <laughs> like, Bryson, like, come on, buddy. You know what? Some Like, sometimes we just hit it, find it, hit it again. It's a lot easier than, than he's making it out to God, think, sometimes, right? <laughs> Like, wouldn't it be interesting to sit? I, I would love to have seen a conversation, maybe a sit-down interview with Mo Norman and Bryson DeChambeau. Oh my God, <laughs> Mike and film that, please! How good would that be? Uh, that would have been awesome. <laughs> oh, well, you could do like a uh, a made-for-TV four four ball. Yeah, you know where? Who else is like very kind of? Uh, like, well, you could, you know, Tiger comes sometimes gets really in there with a, sp- my glutes aren't firing and Phil. stuff like that. Phil. So you could take one of those guys, pair him with uh, DeChambeau and against uh, Trevino and Mo Norman. Yeah. And off you go. Perfect. Off you go. <laughs> That'd be great. Uh, we Speaking of interesting TV, uh, next month, Golf Talk Canada, now that we're in a monthly specials in the Golf Talk Canada TV world, uh, it is our tailor-made equipment special coming up uh, in the next few weeks and uh, looking forward to that. So keep your eye open for that one. And in November, we will be doing the PGA of Canada. Top 100 is voted on by only PGA of Canada professionals. Top 50 private, top 50 public resort. And Bob, speaking of that, you're off. You just landed from Germany. And you are off to Cabot uh, to host and emcee the... RBC Scramble, the PGA RBC Scramble, Scramble, and you're going to gather some stuff there, but you got lots going on, and the weather looks great in Cabot. It's actually lucked out. It's going to be like uh, high teens for the next few days, a little bit of rain in there, but that's okay. We can dance around that a little bit, but I've done this now. This is the third year in a row. This is a great event. So basically, it's a professional and three amateurs, and they've got qualifiers from all over the country who've come through and managed to make their way to the national final. At the end of the week, someone's going to be a national champion. This is one of the PGA of Canada's marquee events now that RBC has sponsored it. And there's some great stories with these people who have, like there were some guys from Saskatchewan in year one. The guy had never been out of, uh, out of Saskatchewan. And now he's in the East Coast, and this was the greatest event they'd ever been to. It was so much fun. Uh, but the last two years, the weather has been a little more like what you would expect at this time right. of year, sort of low single or mid-single digits and, and a little bit windy and cool, which is fine when you're right. playing a Lynx course. So this year might be great. I might even have to pack some shorts. Yeah, this I, year you're getting a bounce this year. Yeah, that's right. So we'll see. We're going to go out to have some fun out of Cabot with that. and. Tour around, and then uh, we're going to zip down to Fox Harbor, where we're going to do some Asante commercials, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. do a little bit of that. So hopefully, it will have a nice week. Now, I last time I was there, they were they were uh, talking about building more accommodations, and they were talking about building a clubhouse 
for the Cliffs course over yes. on that side. Has any of that happened yet? So, as last I heard, they uh, they're going to build. They were building sort of a building some accommodation. They built some tennis courts in over a cliff. They were going to. They've also started work on a short course there. Yes, so I, saw, like I know that. Little, yeah, you know, wedges and beers kind of course, <laughs> yeah, as yeah. they call it. And uh, I, th- I actually don't know, so I'll have to give you a full yeah, report. Yeah, let's, let's what's figure available. that out. And let's, you know what? Poke around on uh, Cabot St. Lucia. Yeah. Because that's our speed. Okay? <laughs> that's right. We may have to be live on location for the grand opening yeah, of so. uh, Cabot St. Lucia. I'm I thinking that that's a Golf Talk Canada uh, excursion, <laughs> boys, on that one. So. Uh, so that should be fun. Uh, then after that top 100 in November, you and I have our uh, year in review when we, yes. we line up with all the other year in reviews on the, in the TSN family. <laughs> yeah, that's and right. Kind of break her down. So that's kind of Golf Talk Canada TV for the year. And radio, we're not going anywhere. We've got year in review specials, etc. So we'll go right through it. Of course, when's Festivus this year, Bob? It's early. Adam told me when Festivus is. It's a little earlier than normal. Skulls, is it December 14th? Because you've got like a floor. You're getting the thumbs up because Scully's going to Florida. He's doing Christmas. In Florida, God bless them. Yeah, well, I would love that. That's right. When when uh, Mama Papa invite you down, yeah, you, you go. Take your golf clubs and shorts on Christmas Day. You go. I'd go. Yeah. So we're gonna do Festivus is December fourteenth. So there you go. I guess that's the ninth straight Festivus. I'm guessing. Wow. I guess I don't know. I gotta do the math. Season ten next year. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. So it must be nine because I think we've done it every year, or maybe we didn't. Maybe we didn't do that the first year. I think we did it the second year. So it might be our eighth straight. Festivus for the rest of us. So, uh, on the other side, we've got winners, where and what. We're going to hear from Elena Sharp, who has the lead on the LPGA Tour. Uh, hear from uh, Lefty, from Phil, who will also make an appearance in Winners, Weird and What. Of course, Scully time. But I wanted to touch base uh, with you on some of the things I want to talk about in Scully time. Did you hear the comments from Rory? Because I know you were kind of head deep, Bob, in, in obviously in a very important in marathon. And no, 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 but you, <laughs> yeah. your mind was outside of golf. But during the Dunhill Cup, which Scully and I adore, we love the Dunhill Cup. Yeah, it's great. Carnoustie, Kings Barnes, Old sure. Course, the Celeb Angled. Um, Rory kind of said at the end that it was weird because it kind of came from nowhere after the tournament had wrapped up. And uh, he said, I'm kind of sick of coming over to do the European tour and shooting 15, 16, 17 under and finishing 20th or whatever the exact quote was. Uh, I'm freewheeling here a little. So um, I kind of got caught off guard with it because I'm not suggesting that a guy like Rory shouldn't go play maybe harder setups. Like the same reason why he probably doesn't play a lot of fall PGA Tour setups for the same reason, right? We're seeing it on this side of the pond now, too. But did Rory forget that he was in a pro-am? <laughs> uh, maybe. I mean, I, th- I think there is there is a... You know, Rory's become kind of the outspoken guy, and I think, honestly, he says what a lot of other pros are thinking, mm-hmm. and they might not say it. The whole slow play thing, he was one of the guys who kind of launched that uh, that whole talk by by speaking out a little bit. And I think he may have been frustrated by, I mean, the Dunhill Cup is the Dunhill Cup, and it's a fun one. It's like Pebble Beach. It's, you know, it's, it's lots of celebs over there and things like that going in. But I think generally what he was saying was right. Now, he did kind of backtrack and say he didn't mean just European Tour, even though I think he did mean just European Tour. Right. Um, but I think there, are, there is something to be said for that, that you don't want to go to a course. If you're an A player, if you're in the top 20 in the world <laughs> ranking, you don't necessarily want to go and play in a tournament um, where you can spray the ball everywhere, where some guy gets hot with a putter on flat greens and can shoot 60. That's that's probably not your style. I agree. I think the harder 
it is, to, typically speaking, the more difficult it is, the cream would rise to the top right. in any scenario, sure. in any professional level of sports. So, uh, And then, of course, uh, quickly, we only got about a minute left. We'll talk about this again with Scully on the other side. But uh, Harrington, interesting comments on setup. So think about that one. Because I'll tell you how I feel about this. I like the whole... Now, listen, the way Hazleton was set up for uh, Team USA, etc., and whatnot... Um, it was. I don't like that style of setup. I think it's kind of, I don't know, Mickey Mouse for your turn. Like kind of talking about what you're just talking about yeah. with course setup on uh, on the European tour or any tour for that matter. But I like the idea of home field advantage. And I like the idea of a captain being able to go, my team looks like this, so my course is going to look like that. I like that. So sure. Harrington, different comments. So we'll get into that on the other Side. All right. Lots to get to. Scully time. Leaderboard updates. Winners weird and what. I should mention this just before we throw it to hour two. The Leafs are 2-0, and oh, Bob. And the 49ers <laughs> are 3-0. and oh, That's which, the fact. Which, <laughs> which means Zucchino is 5-0 and oh right now. <laughs> early in this season. Keep her going, boys. Thank you so much for listening. Lots more to come in Hour 2 of Golf Talk Canada. If you don't get Hour 2, yell at your program director what's going on or flip to a digital pa- platform because there's lots to go. Remember, first good decision on the golf course, it always starts in the closet. Thank you for listening. Swing! This segment of GTC presented by Acura was brought to you by WeatherTech Canada, Canada's leader in automotive accessories, including DigiFit Floor Liner, the most advanced concept in floor protection today. Visit weathertech.ca. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Golf Talk Canada for blogs, podcasts, show archives, our YouTube channel, or for more information, visit us online at golftalkcanada.com. We'll be right back with more GTC. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Play Golf Myrtle Beach. No destination in the world can match Myrtle Beach's volume of golf, quality, and value. Come discover why Myrtle Beach is the golf capital of the world. To plan your next golf holiday, visit PlayGolfMyrtleBeach.com. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. And welcome to the Back Nine, Hour 2, GTC. Lots to get to. It'll be some Scully time. We'll talk some Shriners open. We'll talk some Padraig Harrington. Rory comments. Get Scully's take on that. Leaderboard updates from around the world of golf. Bob, you are correct. The European Tour is in Spain. And John Rahm is one off the lead there. So Rahm still playing well. Next week, you uh, will be relieved to know it is the Italian Open next week. Is it the Rocco de Forte? I don't think it's the Rocco Forte. That's earlier in the schedule. This is the Italian Open. There's two, at least two events on the European Tour on Italian soil because they just they have to keep going back for more prosciutto is how it works. (laughs) So that's why there's two dates, and they're usually spread apart. They wait till all the prosciutto's gone, and And then then they go back to refill the prosciutto. That's how that works. Uh, LPGA, PGA, we'll get you all caught up on leaderboards. But first, it's that time, three-dub. Winners, weird, and what? I'll answer the question. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth!
All right, my winner this week is a real simple one, Bob, and it comes to us from Adam Hadwin, and I'm trying to pull it up here now because I, uh, I, I took as soon as I saw it, I said, "It's an interlude." This such an idiot. Here. <laughs> okay, here it is. Oh, so he he sent out a tweet earlier this week, and it was very simple. It was just this: oh, after yeah. the first round of the. Uh, of the Shriners uh, Open in Vegas on the PG Tour, he sent out this tweet. My pro-am yesterday was 20 minutes faster than today. Smiley face laughing. So the fact that, you know, players, they, they do pro-ams for, because they have to, right? It's part sure. of the sales package. It's, a lot of the guys do not enjoy, enjoy pro-ams, especially on a weekly basis. You know, the five hours that they can be. 20 minutes faster than his Thursday opening round at the Shriners. There's something wrong, Bob. When we talk about slow play, we talk about how it's going to kill the game, especially the participation at the amateur level, the time consumed. I, I say this all the time. It's not the difficulty of the game. It's not the cost of the game. It's time that will be the biggest challenge. And on the PGA Tour, which is supposed to be, like I guess, the example, at least that's what people look and they mimic what they see, unfortunately. Pro-Am shorter. So... The Pro-Am, I'm trying to find, uh, see who he was paired with uh, to see what kind of group. Because Adam's not a slow guy. No. He's, he's really never been. I don't think of, it was his group. I think he it was, was simply. He was playing with Ben On and Sepp Straka. I, I just think it's, there's too many groups out there, too many amateurs. They're all piling on top of another. And it's the same thing that happens on a Thursday. You go on, like on a Thursday, you go to Shriners on a Thursday, there's 144. Right, and then it's sixty-five and ties for the weekend, and all of a sudden they're in twosomes and they're playing in four hours. So you, there's only so many bodies you can put on a golf course. That's right. So it just does seem weird that a that a pro am round is faster than a regular round. I don't know. I don't get it. All right, my weird. Speaking of weirds. Yeah. All right, lefty. Now Phil Mickelson has always got a home in winners weird and what usually because of his social media feed. Not this week. Last week he missed the cut at um, at the Safeway. Okay, I don't know if you caught any of this. You made a quad on a par five on the opening nine of the Safeway. Uh, yes. He, okay, he hit two fairways in, in like his opening round. Wow. He didn't improve much in the second round. Couldn't put the ball anywhere in the ballpark. I mean, it was ridiculous. And it wasn't a consistent miss. It was Army golf. He's all over the place. Come out in the opening round of the Shriners, drives the golf ball much better. Probably the best dra- driving day. Now, he's playing golf in a dome in the desert, so... If you don't hit fairways in the desert, yeah. you got some major issues. <laughs> he was 11-14. What does he follow that up with yesterday? 5 of 14. Horrible. 35% driving. So obviously, drive. never been a great driver of the golf ball in terms of accuracy. We, you have, and I have outlined this for years. Sure, We've discussed this. Knows that. But when he's playing, and when he's playing well, and Tiger as well, they've never been 80% of the fairway guys, but they hit 60. When they're playing well, they hit 60% of the fairways. They have chances to win. Not 35%, not right. 10%, not 20%. So what does Phil do? He doesn't go to the range, Bob. He doesn't work on his driver, Bob. He doesn't change his driver, Bob. He doesn't move the weights around his driver, Bob. He doesn't change the shaft, shorten the shaft, add loft, decrease loft, shorten his swing. It looks three feet past parallel because he dropped 35 pounds, (laughs) even though he's always been a long swinger of the driver. Doesn't do that. What does he do? He changes putters. Of course. And putts with the flag stick in. <laughs> of course. See, I have a hard time connecting those dots. <laughs> Remember you are talking about Bryson DeChambeau? Yeah. <laughs> and his thinking, it's a, it's a, I, don't, I don't know how changing my putter and leaving the flag stick in is going to bring my driving accuracy up from 35% to 60, Bob. 
I have a hard time with that. Well, he's obviously been pretty successful at what he's doing, so <sighs> give him credit. He is going to be 50 in June, though. That's right. So you know what happens, Bob, as we get older. <laughs> yes, I'm starting, my, my mind is <laughs> yeah. already starting to go, exactly. Bob. That's what the wife tells me all the time. <laughs> all right, and my what this week, this is beautiful, because Cardi B, I don't believe, has ever made an appearance on Golf Talk Canada. We've had a lot of celebrity appearances on Golf Talk Canada and Winners Weird and What over the years, right? And, uh, you know, Alexander Ovechkin, when he almost got the hole-in-one, and I'm I'm pretty sure we've seen uh, Carlton from, uh, what's what's his real name, Carlton? uh, Yeah, the Fresh Prince. No, the Fresh Prince. I know. You know what I'm talking about? We've had him. A lot of celebrities. Never Cardi B. I don't believe. Uh, But Cardi B has decided that she is... Going to call her next album, Tiger Woods. And this is what she had to say on her Instagram feed. Everything that I'm working on right now is straight to my album. Straight to my album. And I think I'm going to name my album Tiger Woods. I'm going to name my album, I think, Tiger Woods. Because remember when everybody was talking (laughs) on Tiger Woods? Like, oh, blah, 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 this, blah, blah, that. And then he came and won that green jacket that's what i'm gonna name my album but you're stuck on that one for tonight will you <laughs> <laughs> okay so uh apparently now uh, our new golf analyst on uh, golf talk <laughs> cardi, b. cardi b so she's calling her next album tiger woods because of blah 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 talking bleep uh let me try to translate this for you bob uh people were talking blah 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 bleep and then he won a green jacket so i'm calling my album tiger which will it will it be in a red cover i guess you don't actually have there covers to albums maybe anymore. maybe yeah i don't even well they do have some vinyl now but not a lot but it's not the first time you know Car- i mean tiger's been in rap songs for sure jay-z's had him in there and my favorite here's here's one of the uh lyrics from most def's 1999 song body rock relax and pull a seat up make your landlord turn the heat up got the opposition shook like tiger woods about to tee up well, there you go. You <laughs> did that quite well, Bob. You did that quite well, Bob. <laughs> yeah. Very well. Maybe there's, you know what? Maybe there's a new career. Yeah, for exactly. You. That's it. You never. This gets boring for you. Relax and pull a seat up. <laughs> and then more like that. Oh. Quiet, 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 quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I've lost full control. <laughs> All right, Bob, the tea is yours. All right, so, well. So what do I do, just aim for the pond? No, you're not supposed to hit it into the water. But you hit it into the water. I know I hit it into the water. Well, why do they even have water if you're not supposed to hit it there? Because it's fun! We're having fun! Look, it went further than your ball. And making a comeback is my winner this year. Ah. This week, I should say. And uh, we saw him, the bearded one. Finally returned. Graham Dillette returned to oh, action yes. after almost two years yes. away from the game with, first of all, he tried the stem cell treatment mm-hmm. in his back. That didn't work. In fact, it made things worse. So he went and had another microdiscectomy, his second, uh, which ties him with Tiger Woods, I think, for that for the lead in that right, category. In that, in that category. And, uh, but he decided that, okay, he was, well, he made a false start on a web.com tour towards the end of the year. He just yes. wasn't quite ready to go and do it. And this week he decided, you know what, I'm going to get out there, I'm going to try it. And he had some, uh, you know, he struggled a little bit. He was, uh, I think, five over after his first four holes. But he finished up 75-72. And, of course, yeah, he missed the cut. That's a long way back in uh, at this tournament where they're 
they go low. But he had some great lines after his first round. He told John McCarthy from the Sun, he's, he said, you know, playing tournament golf is a little bit different than what, what I've been doing at home. And he says, well, it's more tiring. And he says, well, why, it's more, why is it more tiring? He said, well, because that back home I play in a cart and have a couple of beers. So, But you know what? Overall, I think he, uh, once he got a little bit of the rush shaken off, he made some birdies. He hit some great shots. Uh, the reports were that his ball striking was pretty good. So, you know, considering he's two, two years away from the game, uh, I think that's a big step back, and hopefully we'll see some good golf. He's going to play again next week. In yeah, I don't think the scores matter at all. No. I think if he played two days and he feels good, that's a huge win. He's, you know, he's ready to go again. He's saying, hey, I can go do this again. and I, My back feels like it's okay. I can go do this. Yeah. That's a big win. Good well stuff. done, Graham. Uh, my weird this week takes us to Florida and uh, involves a Florida man. Surprise. <laughs> Florida Surprise. Man. Are we at the Villages? <laughs> no, we're not. No, not at the Villages. <laughs> but okay. A man was arrested in Florida over the weekend after unsuccessfully, imagine this, attempting to flee uh, from chasing law enforcement when he stole a golf cart. Again? Now, That's all there's they do. A little bit, yeah, I know, a little, exactly. This is kind of what this is leading to. I just want to get this case first. Okay. Tell you. okay. So, the suspect, uh, who hasn't been named, he was um, immediately captured by deputies, it says, after he stole a slow-moving golf cart from the golfers. He kicked golfers out at the Hammond Creek Golf Course in Palm City, Florida. And uh, they caught him, and uh, after he was allegedly, uh, he and three others left a car and, and tried to escape from the police. But the, the article in question, and there are some, some good-looking pictures here of, of the guys who uh, <laughs> stole the golf cart. <laughs> um, this, this, uh, this quote, uh, this this. <laughs> paragraph in the stories right. really intrigued my eye. It said, right. golf cart getaways are surprisingly common but appear to rarely end in success. <laughs> <laughs> On they, sure they all end the same, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. On August 16th this year, police in Roseville, California arrested a man who allegedly stole a golf cart while trying to flee from officers. The suspect, Timothy John Davis Pulley, 28, was accused of a series of crimes which included carjacking, a hit-and-run, and crashing a vehicle into a fence. Later the same month, on August 29th, police in Missouri arrested a man who allegedly fled from a Fulton residence on foot after hitting a homeowner with a stolen golf cart. So if you are going to rob a bank or steal a car or commit some crime, here is the advice. Don't try to flee in a golf cart. Yeah, it, it probably just doesn't have the horsepower necessary <laughs> yeah, to, to exactly. take it through the finish line. Okay, so here's another story from this week. This is, this is my what? Your what? Uh, this week in the Korean tour, Bio oh, Kim. Yes. You know Bio Kim? Yes, yeah, I saw this. Played, played some time on the PGA Tour. Yeah, and I saw this story. Yeah, yeah. So, so he takes a swing and immediately reacts to a noise in the crowd mm-hmm. and flips the bird. Gives him the flip, uh, flip, the, flip bird the bird salute. Yeah. Now, was it a, the one thing I didn't get, was it a photographer or spectator, Bob? It was a spectator with a cell phone, apparently, and apparently uh, the guy had been doing it quite often during the round. This wasn't the first indication of it. So he finally lost his temperature. Temperature. Lost his temper. Temperature as well. Yeah. (laughs) Slammed slammed a club down. But that's not the strange part to this story. The strange part is that the Korean tour... I hate this. ...gave him a three-year suspension. Do you not think that's ridiculous? Three years? it's insane. It's insane. What about uh, controlling your crowd? If this is a multiple offender in the crowd... What's he still doing there with his cell phone on? Now, and I'm not, now listen, I'm not defending flipping the bird to the guy, right. but three years for something that you and your security team should already have handled? Give it's, me a break. Now, the weirdest, 
what could be even weirder than that is BioKim says he accepts it. I he saw said, that. And he said, I think I deserve it. And I'm going, what reckless, reckless dangers, uh, reckless behavior damages a member's dignity. That's what they pulled out of here. Apparently, I guess over in Korea or South Korea, it's a little bit different when you flip someone the bird or that, something like that. But three years, taking the guy's job away. That's ridiculous. So For anyway. flip, apparently, it's a very, very, very more uh, serious offense over there, the flipping of the bird. Here, we're constantly flipping the bird. Yeah, I'm giving it to you right now. I just, there you go. I think I did it at the drive-thru this morning. Thank you very much as I took my coffee I flipped the bird. Just... There's my winner. There's my weird. And oh, there's my Bob, that is unbelievable. All right. Three years. Jeez. I guess, well, well, Golf Talk Canada will never broadcast from South Korea, or we're going to be in huge <laughs> trouble. That's right. It's going to be huge, bigly. All right. On the other side, speaking of bigly and huge, uh, Elena Sharp in the lead. We'll hear from her. She's got a chance to win on the LPG Tour. This is Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC, presented by Acura, was brought to you by Play Golf Myrtle Beach. No destination in the world can match Myrtle Beach's volume of golf, quality, and value. Come discover why Myrtle Beach is the golf capital of the world. To plan your next golf holiday, visit PlayGolfMyrtleBeach.com. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Cedar Bray Golf Club. Only 30 minutes from downtown Toronto with flexible membership packages and one of Canada's top 100 golf courses. Cedar Bray is the place to be. Visit cedarbraygolf.com for more information. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. And welcome back to GTC. Speaking of Cedar Bray Golf, again, thank you for hosting us earlier this week. A great time. Uh, there is a membership special that was just announced this week. There's only a handful of spots. It's a membership special that you need to take advantage of between now and October the 15th. That is it. Uh, the regular initiation at Cedar Bray Golf Club is $10,000 initiation to, in, to get into the club. Between now and October the 15th, cut in half. Wow. Five grand, 50% off, get in for life. Lifetime membership, five grand is the initiation. Go to cedarbraygolf.com, cedarbraygolf.com between now and October the 15th to take advantage of 50% off your initiation. So again, there's only a handful of spots in at that price. So if you're thinking about it, don't hesitate. All right. We had a Twitter poll earlier in the morning that Bob said that we asked uh, what Canadian will win next before we get to some of those results. Let's get to one of the individuals that was on that list of who you could choose from. Elena Sharp. She's tied for the lead of the LPGA Tour. Nine under par with Brittany Altamar and Cheyenne Knight. They're at nine under through 36 holes, 36 to go. Sharp looking for her first LPGA Tour victory. Let's hear from Elena Sharp. I played solidly, uh, drove it really well. I think you have to do that here. There's some um, bunkers you need to avoid, be smart off the tee, and we had to change our clubs on a few holes today. So I was always in the fairway and hit a lot of good shots, got lucky, uh, hit one in from the bunker for an eagle and almost chipped in on another hole. So it was just uh, an easy round of golf. The golf gods are with me today. Everyone likes an easy round of golf, especially with the wind picking up here at the end. I really felt to pick up over the last hole or two. Um, how do you deal with that, with weather conditions changing throughout the day? Um, I've been out here a long time, so I've seen it happen a lot. And um, playing here on Tuesday, the practice round in the pro it was so windy. So 
it's actually kind of unusual not to have wind these last two days and yeah, it did pick up on the last hole and it does make it for a difficult um, shots in when it's downwind over some tight pins today the pins were pretty tricky there are a lot of Sunday pins out there and you just have to play smart and um, know how far you're hitting your clubs is a huge key in the wind and how you want to play the shot so um, I look forward to it when, it when it's windy it kind of suits into my game and now you're heading into the weekend at nine under tied for the lead once the what's the mentality as you tee it up in the last group tomorrow well I've been working all year on staying in the process and that's um, not going to change over the weekend um, I'm happy to be in this position I've played some good golf and my swing feels really good I'm rolling it well so um, just keep doing what I've been doing certainly has the experience certainly in a very good spot with 36 holes to go uh, yeah, and a great day yesterday. Statistically, hit 12 of 13 fairways, only used 23 putts. Could hit a few more greens in the rag. She hit 10 of 18 out of there, one sand save, as she mentioned. That one went in the hole for an eagle. But I think uh, I, like, I, like the way, I like the way she's thinking around the golf course these days. She's obviously hasn't won. Um, as we mentioned before, she's sort of a journey person on there. But she's got, she's got great talent. I think she's finally starting to believe in herself the last couple of years. And that's showing up, as we mentioned earlier, uh, 13 career top 10s, and four of those have come this year. So she's playing some good golf. We're going to switch gears and move to the Shriners, uh, Shriners Hospitals for Children's Open. Before we do, Bob, we had the uh, Twitter poll. We asked our Twitter audience, what Canadian will win next? Their options were? Adam Hadwin, mm-hmm. Nick Taylor, mm-hmm. Elena Sharp, or, or other. other. And Adam Hadwin got the... He got the biggest bang. He got 55%. Uh, Nick Taylor, 18. Elena got 11. And other got 15. And a couple of people sort of sent to me a note saying the next one will be Brooke. But, yeah, we got a good, I, good I got choice, a obviously. I was just picking the three hottest golfers this week. Well, Nick Taylor, two off the lead with 36 to go. Adam Hadwin, three off the lead with 36 to go. They're in Vegas at the Shriners. Uh, Ryan Stewart, Patrick Cantley, Lucas Glover, and Kevin Na, 12 under par, four-way tie for a lead atop a leaderboard. Patrick Cantley playing well again. Monster breakout, uh, kind of a breakout year last year, going to be a part of the U.S. Uh, President's Cup team when we get to uh, Australia in December. And with his upward trajectory and the way he's playing, I'd be shocked if he wasn't on that U.S. Ryder Cup team at the end of next year. He had a chance to win last week at the Safeway. Not the weekend he was looking for. He's right back in position. Let's hear from Patrick Cantley. Yeah, it's just my game. Uh, I hit a lot of drivers out here and uh, been hitting it in the fairway and hitting it down there and leaving myself a bunch of wedges. So when you do that, you can make a bunch of birdies around this place, and I think it's key to stay aggressive here. Absolutely it is. The driving has been a very strong part of your game the last couple of days, and despite where you sit on the leaderboard and playing Stella, you left a couple out there with the butter. Yeah, I did. Uh, two days in a row. Um, I think just work on my speed, get the speed dialed in a little bit better. Um, you know, I, ha- I made some nice reads today, made some nice putts actually, made a couple long ones, which is nice. And then there is Phil, four <laughs> off the lead. He's excited that he thinks his game is starting to show sh- uh, signs. 65 on the opening round when he put the ball in the fairway for the first time in ages. 69 in the second round, back to his old tricks, only 35% of his fairways. New putter, flag in. Four off the lead, 35 pounds lighter. Let's hear from Lefty. Didn't uh, score great. I didn't have a very good putting day. I missed five or six putts that I should have made, and it, it uh, took away from what could have been a really good round. The back nine should have been uh, 
five, six under par pretty easily, and I just uh, I just struggle with the putter on the greens. And I putted great Wednesday, putted great Thursday. I'll get it turned around, but uh, that's what let me down. And uh, fortunately, I'm only four or five back, and and I'll uh, I'm, in, I'm excited to make a run and and go go uh, have an opportunity tomorrow to make a run. Was it a line or a speed? Uh, I just didn't uh, I just didn't see it. I, I don't know. I just wasn't seeing the ball go in. Any thoughts of changing the putter? No, I liked it. I liked it uh, from short range a lot. Um, but uh, the greens were a little crustier, and you had to hit them perfect. You had to give it a really good roll. Well, there's some huge misses off the tee. Yesterday, he missed one wide left by probably 80 yards. I wow. mean, like it was an 80-yard miss, and I'm not exaggerating. But I will say this, Bob. For someone who has uh, lost a lot of weight over the years... When you go through drastic weight losses and and that much body change, even though Phil stayed active with his golf game during the process, when you lose as much as he's he did in such a short period of time, which I'm sure you know from a health factor, he's probably in better shape now than he's ever been. Yeah. Okay. But your sinking of your golf swing and the timing of your golf swing is almost impossible. I mean, it takes months. It took me. When I lost my big hunk, my biggest hunk at one time was uh, like a 20-pound hunk. Uh, it took me six months for my body to figure out what was going on. Six months. Now, I don't play as much golf. Well, you, you lose guys. your center of gravity, I think. You know, it's, oh. you talk to uh, Carl Peterson was a guy who lost a whole bunch of weight in his game, fell off the table, right. so he gained it all back. Yeah. Uh, you look at a number of the women on the LPGA Tour who get pregnant, and later in their pregnancies, you know, when their body's changing, yes. the center of gravity is changing, they have to adjust as well. So there's all sorts there's of a evidence, lot going on. evidence that this is, is what happens. And, and I will say this. It, it is a lot easier if you're a, a guy that uh, plays with your arms a lot closer to your body, very connected, connected golf swing, shorter golf swing, uh, a lot of rotation with the club, uh, essentially an extension of, of the center of your chest, a lot easier to do. When you're Phil Mickelson, you've got very high hands and, and arms uh, away from your body, and you've always been a guy that crosses the line at the top. Like even, even on your fattest day, yeah. you are past parallel. Uh, and now you're this lean and trim and this much more flexible, and you've been in the gym working and stretching. I mean, that golf swing is about as long as I've ever seen it with a driver, Bob. And there's some, and as a lefty, the one I saw yesterday, that 80 yard miss to the left, it doesn't surprise me. Just quickly, you know, Patrick Cantley? Yes, sir. Interesting. The guy's tied for the lead. His strokes game putting, he's 60th. Hmm. So, what that tells me then is this guy makes anything look out. Exactly. His ball striking must be exceptional for him exactly. to be there that time. So, lots of golf to go. All right. On the other side, we'll talk Shriners. We'll talk PGA this week. Uh, Adam Scully for some Scully time. We'll talk a little bit about Scully's opinion on Ryder Cup setup from Harrington Statements. And Rory's statements about shooting 15, 16, 17 under, sick of finishing 20th, needs harder setups. That coming up in Scully Time. This is GTC. This segment of GTC, presented by Acura, was brought to you by Cedar Bray Golf Club. Only 30 minutes from downtown Toronto, with flexible membership packages and one of Canada's top 100 golf courses. Cedar Bray is the place to be. Visit cedarbraygolf.com for more information. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Adidas Golf and the all-new Addy Power Forged. Increased stability exactly where you need it. 
visit adidasgolf.ca. Adidas, geared for more. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sakino and Bob Weeks. With time! He's bold. I, you know, I am full of bold predictions. He's brash. I think Brooke is going to get one win next year. Ooh. Just one. Will it be a major? No, but I think it's going to be in Canada. Oh, oh that would be good. He's ballistic. Producer Scully, could you come and uh, cut the uh, the beer tap off here? He's bonkers. Spraying his balls with w- his golf Excuse balls. Excuse me? He's spraying <laughs> his golf balls with water. It's Scully time. You know that um I sp- the, the, the the spraying yes, line the, the shabo um, that uh got some headway at our uh, at our lunch at um, Did it? Yes. I missed this. What yes. happened? Uh Nick uh mentioned that line and how it makes him laugh every time. Jimmy hears it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, this was uh earlier in the week at Cedarbrae yes. for the TSN TaylorMade day. Correct. Yes. And they they like that, eh? They that was it. Uh, that was we were talking about uh just to uh remind our audience the line of spraying my balls, his balls with water, is Bryson DeChambeau at the, I believe it was at the Tour Championship. Last year? Last year was out uh, on the practice range with a, with a bottle of water and a spray gun. And he was spraying his golf balls with water to try to uh, simulate dew in the morning. And they were tracking on his track, man, the difference of, of the percentages and differences in flight, distance, spin rates, etc., from mm-hmm. having dew on the ball and dew on the ground versus dry. That's uh, t- to our point earlier in the show, Bob, of maybe getting a little too scientific. A little too deep into it, right? Yeah, maybe when you're just overthinking things just a touch. Now, speaking Both of uh, yes. earlier in the week, uh, how was your week? We had a great time at uh, Cedar Break. Well, I was laughing because on Tuesday it was 35 Celsius here, mm-hmm. and we walked in together in the parking lot, and you had a Tucon. And it's four days This morning. Yeah, this morning. And I had shorts and a golf shirt on on Tuesday. Yeah. And the ball was flying forever, and Cedar Bray was in great shape. Thanks again for hosting us. And their greens were great. And speaking of their greens, Mm -hmm. uh, your putting stroke has been a a focal conversation here. We have still (laughs) not told our audience that uh, how I got rid of the yips. We've been teasing this story. All year. All year. And next week, I will tell our listening audience next week, (laughs) if you've been struggling with the yips... You're ready to hang yourself like I was. <laughs> I was ready to quit the game. Does it involve alcohol? No, there is okay. not. But that a, you know, a good question. Good question good because question. I have had friends that have had chipping yips, and that was what they do. They used so, to, well, they used to have something called the whiskey flicks back the in the whiskey days. flicks. <laughs> so maybe next week we will tell our. Maybe next week I'll tell the uh, uh, the audience on how to get rid of it. But go ahead. But, Sorry. Yes. Yeah, so so we're on the driving range, and you know you're, you're watching me. You're warm hitting up it like and, a god. And uh, until I got in the course, but I was hitting it okay on the range. I said, you know, Mark, I'm struggling putting. I managed to have. 42 putts at Bayview. Whoa. Uh, yeah, so greens you know. Greens I know. <laughs> it takes a lot of talent to have that many putts in one round. So you said, uh, let's take a look. And four minutes later, I was rolling it like Brad wow. Fett. Yeah. yeah. If think, like, we've yeah. got some changes coming. Up. Stockton. Well, we've got some changes coming to Golf Talk Canada next year that we can't talk about right now, but we will be able to talk about early next year. And I think some of these changes might allow Adam and I, we were kind of just kind of went off on a bit of a tangent going, yeah, we're going to have some uh, some different spots to fill on the calendar on different platforms. And I thought, 
the one thing I'm really good at, and I don't pretend to know everything in the world about the golf swing. I am not Sean Foley. I am not Butch Harmon. I am not some of our great senior PGA of Canada teaching pros that we have in this country that are absolutely exceptional. Gareth Rafluski. Yeah, what, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What I'm very good at is seeing something right away mm-hmm. and slapping a Band-Aid on it. Yeah. I am so good at that. So I am very good at helping people right now. If you're not the person that can go to the gym and change your physical makeup to improve your mechanics, if you're not somebody that can invest two, three days a week to get better practicing this or that, and you're just struggling with your putting, or you just have a slice, or you're just hooking it, <laughs> and I, you just want like a four-minute, 60-second Band-Aid, I'm really good at that. So there I think I think maybe next year we might there might be some of that in the golf yeah, talk camp. Absolutely. Camp, so can be fun too. Uh, I had a great day. I had uh, I played well. I had a great group, a great people. I know and you did. You, you got were, to you were under par? Yeah, I was uh, yeah. two, bur- two I bogeyed the no last big deal. hole. Just Bo- go yeah. up. Yeah. Bogeyed the last 70. hole. Bo- yeah. Bogeyed, yeah. bogeyed the last, the last hole for 70. But, I beat you uh, on the last hole. That's good. Yeah, there you go. There you so go. there you go. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, it was a great day. Yeah, the course in great time. shape. Uh, played with sports center anchor uh, Lindsey Hamilton. Yes, who's playing great and hitting an awesome. You played with her earlier this year, Bob. Unbelievable. Just a couple of weeks ago, uh, Dave Poole and I took Kara and Lindsey out, and uh, I was like... Wowed by both of them because they're both rare, fairly new golfers. Now I've always liked Lindsay. I think she has just a, a great personality. She's a wonderful person. I got to do, and I don't know her well, but I got to do the uh, Breakfast Club one uh, yes. one with, and and we both sat in a Breakfast Club, uh, and she's got a great energy to her, right? And mm-hmm. she brings that to the golf course. But now, there's I realized why she is <laughs> such a smart and and happy person. I figured. She's a 49ers fan. Ah, that's right. That's right. If she had just said that right out of the gates, it all would have lined up a lot better, right? And James Duffy, who was also there, James, also a monster 49ers fan. So there's lots of us in the TSN family. You guys are weird. There's yeah. lots of us here. <laughs> so how was the week other than that? It was, it was, it was, good? It was a great week. Uh, but yeah, you're uh, doing. You're back on hockey as well as golf. A lot of hockey, a lot of golf. But I was doing uh, the second round of the Shriners yesterday for Sports Center, doing the highlight pack, and uh, nice to see. Um, Phil Mickelson plays some better golf. Yeah. Uh, yes, there was that big miss uh, that you mentioned on that par five, which he still made up. Birdie on. Yes, he yeah, made birdie. Yeah, he still he made pitched birdie. it out yeah. to 111 yards, hit it to six feet, yep. five feet, and made the putt. But is that about as wide left? Did that, you see the that top was tracer? Very, yeah, I thought that was out of bounds. So did short, I. But um, at least it's now just a one-way miss off the tee. Yes, because only playing a, a fade shot off the tee. So that's the one difference between Safeway last week and fast forward a week later is he has gone to this violent cut. Mm-hmm. So when he misses it. It's violently left. <laughs> the 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 two way was gone uh, yesterday. But it's still wild to think. So his first round at Shriners was sixty five. That's his lowest round since the second round of the WGC yes. Mexico event in February. Right. Wow. Uh, he has one top yes. twenty finish since yeah. his win. That's at the Masters T eighteen. So mm-hmm. he's been off the planet. Yeah. But now I mean he's showing some form and. If he does come top 10, top 5, a win this week, what, if who he knows wins, for Mr. Woods? I don't Phil, know. Okay, I'll throw it out yeah. there because you brought it up. Yeah. If Phil Mickelson wins between now and November 4th, is he a player, a, a, a captain's pick if he wins? Oh, that's too hard. I... Wow, I don't know. That's, I don't, that's, that's a tough. really tough <laughs> Like, it would have to take a win, would it not? Yes. I, I don't think, think there's so. anything, no. anything that, other than a win. See, I th- I'm with you, and I think if he does win, I think he's on the team because I think if he wins, it's almost impossible for Tiger to ignore him. Now, 
had a lot that depends if Tiger's picking himself. Exactly. Or not. You would think if Tiger doesn't pick himself, then and Phil does win, then you then would you would go maybe. Right. But I, there's no chance. I don't think that Tiger and Phil are on. The well, that's the other question too, because for Tiger and Phil to both be on this team as a playing captain for the U.S. Ryder Cup team, that means for two of them to be on this team, one of Finau, Woodland, or Fowler is not on the team. In order to make room for both, both Mickelson yeah. and Woods, the U.S. Open champion needs to sit. Tony Finau, who's a top-five machine in any event that counts, needs to sit. Or Ricky Fowler, who's been a part of Team USA now for a decade at every international competition, needs to sit. One of them doesn't make the team in order for both of them to be on the team. Yeah. And nowhere, by the way, is the word Patrick Reed, the words Patrick Reed come out of my mouth. One in the playoffs, sentence. too. One in the playoffs yeah. Yeah. and is actually next on the list before Tiger in the 12 spot, if that means anything. And a pretty good darn, a good uh, match play player in his right as well. So <laughs> it's it's a good problem to have. Skulls, I want to switch gears here for a second because I really want your opinion on this because Bob and I were talking about this earlier in the show. The Rory comments and the Harrington comments. First, the Rory comments. What what you think when they came out? Because the original, my initial thought was not that he's wrong, not that he's right, not that he shouldn't be transparent or honest. And I I agree with Bob. I think Rory just says what other people are thinking. I agree with Bob. But the one thing I I said to myself was, he he's forgetting he's at the Dunhill Pro Am. It's a pro am. If you were to take those three golf courses and set them up hard with a field of amateurs for four days, they'd be out there for seven and a half hours. Well, I mean, comparing, you know, Carnoustie, the way it was set up last year, the way it was playing, you know, last weekend, completely different. Yes, it was a lot firmer last year. But, you know, for members of the media like ourselves, Rory McIlroy is awesome because he speaks his mind to the media. Like you mentioned earlier in the show, you know, you ask him a question, he takes a moment to pause and then gives you a thoughtful answer. It's not yes. like, you know, in Tiger's heyday where he would be, you'd be an oppressor for 30 minutes and he'd say nothing. He had 10 lines that were pre-scripted. Someone pulled a string in his back and the next line would come out. Exactly. So, but, um, yeah, it's, it's a pro-am. Exactly. It's not going to be set up, you know, like a so crazy golf course. So removing the Dunhill pro-am from it and taking the comments on a bigger, a bigger stage yeah. as, as it, looking at the schedules as a whole... But I mean, you look at those golf courses as well, and the conditions weren't too wild. I don't like it wasn't it wasn't Port Rush esque in terms of right. wind and and rain. Um, if if it's calm in those uh, at those golf courses, your pros are going to be well. That's it. Mother, the way, uh, technology is Mother Nature too. sets those yeah. up, not man. It's interesting that Roy didn't have any any bad things to say about Hamilton after he torched it with a sixty on the last yeah. day. Oh, good you know, point, yeah. Bob. it's always good when yeah. you're playing yeah. great. You love the golf courses, yeah, but. right? You shoot twenty under and win, it's okay. Yeah. You shoot seventeen under and finish twentieth, it's no good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Harrington. Yeah. The he suggested that he doesn't think it's going to happen in his lifetime in the next few years. He said hopefully 40, 50 years from now were exactly the words he used. Maybe that's a little far out there, but he doesn't like or believe that the home course setup for a Ryder Cup captain should be as severe as it is. In other words, as uh, polarizing or opposite as what they were the last couple of years, where in France, I mean, they brought in the fairways and they grew up the, grew up the rough and tried to take the bombing, uh, bombing gouge out of it. And in Hazleton, complete opposite. You can find a blade of rough, slap the whole locations in the middle of the green and, and let the, the long hitters of Team USA kind of go get it. Uh, he doesn't think. He thinks there should be uh, somewhere in the middle. I actually didn't even. I, I didn't get your opinion on this too, Bob. We'll start with you. W- where do you lie on that? 
So if you don't want to have a home advantage, how do you do it? Do you get a third party to set it up? That's what I'm wondering. I guess it's the only way around it. Like, I don't see how you avoid it because, uh, I mean, you know, if there's always going to be, even if it, there isn't an improper setup or a, pro, a setup that favors one side, if both parties are involved or both parties' people are involved, then there's going to be, well, of course, he's on there. He set it up to favor his side and he set it up to favor his side. So I don't really know what you do the otherwise, but... Um, this has only become an issue in the lot. Like it never be. Never one was ever thinking about it when they were at uh, Brookline no. or the last two three Valhalla, cups. You know things like that. So I don't know. I don't know how big an issue it's become, but obviously mentally or people are thinking obviously, and it's 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 you take every advantage you get. But I think that's part of of the competition. I think you're going to play at someone else's park, someone else's football stadium. You know if you're if you're the Miami Dolphins playing in Buffalo in late December. <laughs> you know you're you know you're going to get cold, and the Buffalo guys are used to it. Right. See, I agree with you. I like and I like it. I, I think it adds a layer to the yeah. telling the story, and I think it adds a layer to home field advantage. I have no problem with it. So I kind of completely disagree yeah. with Harrington. You know, I, I am really curious how it is going to be set up because Whistling Straits is a very different golf course. Thousand plus bunkers on this place. I am curious if it's going to be similar to what we've seen in recent American setups, where there's absolutely no rough, but there's so much bunkering. Right. It, polar opposite. What Le Golf Nacional was, right. where guys are hitting irons off par fives. Hard to do anything hole. to whistling, right? Yeah, so I'm curious to see what it's going to be set up like. But you would like to see, in my opinion, something that is a neutral playing field. But so you would like, you prefer? That. I think so. I mean, you know, it's it's one of the it's one of golf's best events, mm-hmm. um, marquee events, and it'd be nice to see it on more of a maybe more of a level playing field, not so. You know, crazy from 18-yard wide fairways to 90-yard right. wide. Well, we've got a year to figure it out. Yeah. And uh, the one good thing, if you're sitting in Adam Scully camp where you'd like to see a more neutral setup, going to be very difficult to do much to whistling straights. Yeah. Like you said, it's bunkered. It's already set up the way it is. There's not much you can do other than hole locations and other than trying to stretch it out if you want to go one off the back, one step off the back, and things like that. But from a narrowing a fairway and adding rough or taking rough out, very difficult to do mm. to whistling straights. All right, we have to take a break on the other other side leaderboard updates from around the world of golf this is gtc this segment of gtc presented by acura was brought to you by adidas golf and the all-new addy power forged increased stability exactly where you need it visit adidasgolf.ca adidas geared for more this segment of golf talk canada presented by acura is brought to you by the muskoka bay club Live, stay, and play at our award-winning championship golf course. Visit MuskokaBayResort.com today. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sakino and Bob Weeks. Welcome back to Golf Talk Canada. Let's get you caught up on all the... Oh, before we do, I, yeah, my, Mrs. Golf Talk Canada texted <laughs> here. You know, I've been on a diet. I, I put some beef on when I got back from Ireland and, and the way I abused myself in the summer. I got, You're running! I got back up to 162. I'm down to 151, 152, so I've taken off like 10, 11 pounds, started exercise again, etc. Mrs. Golf Talk Canada texted me, oh, hey, I just put an apple pie in the oven. and I, Not an apple pie, excuse me, pump, pumpkin pie in the oven because, you know, we're, we're approaching that time of year. And she's eating pumpkin pie it's 9 49 a.m and she's eating pumpkin pie i don't know i think today we've come up with a couple of new segments bob rapping i mean yeah, bob rapping I mean, bob's next when, album when you did that wait. my phone lit up just <laughs> yes. people listening yes. and mark on the run because you yeah. are now running so yeah. i think you guys should run together yeah yeah well, maybe for just a mile i'll do or, the first block with yeah. bob and then i'll catch him at the end so bob that was awesome block i'll be in the yeah. starbucks i'll be on the side with pouring water on you guys yeah and, yeah and off some brunello and yeah go from there. <laughs> yeah um, 
Your dad got fitted for wedges. We're getting he sidetracked did. here, but uh, I want to hear bro- about it. Broken toe and all, he uh, went and uh, got fitted. He go for high wedges. toe or MG? He went high toe with Kieran, so yeah. uh, he went 50, 54, 58. Uh, yes, he did. Uh, all high toe. Nice. So he actually he saw my wedges. I got high toe, and and he loved to look at those. So he'll get those in a couple weeks. And nice, right in time for Florida right golf season. Florida. with that proper bounce for that Bermuda. Exactly, Naples, that's baby. what I was telling him. You know, and he's a six handicap right now. Probably down to a three <laughs> or four. Yeah, that's just it? oh, I shot seventy five. No big deal. Uh, okay. Oh, um, not a big deal. Yeah. Go, man. Yeah. All right, uh, Skulls LPGA Tour. Uh, sorry, European Tour. What's happening in Spain? Yeah, they're in Spain this week. Uh, John Rahm is currently your leader. Uh, Adri Arnos is one off the lead. Not sure if I'm getting, getting that yeah. one right. Uh, Rafa Cabrera Bayo is also in the mix. He is two shots off the lead of note as well. Uh, Xander Lombard, three back. Justin Harding, uh, four back. And Sergio, he's five off the lead. Mm, Sergio, well, the LPGA Tour is in deep in the heart of Texas at the Colony. And Elena Sharp is tied for the lead, as we've mentioned most of the day today. Elena Sharp, Brittany Altamar, and Cheyenne Knight are all at nine under. Stephanie Meadow, eight under. Jay Marine Green and Catherine Perry are at 7-under. Brooke Henderson had an interesting round yesterday with two Eagles on the backside, and she is down in a tie for 20th. Also of note, over back over in Europe, the uh, European Tour qualifying school, mm-hmm. first stage, uh, and Jimmy Jones, the son of Don Coe Jones, who is basically from Florida but plays as a Canadian, he finished uh, at 22 under par in Italy, and uh, he is third, so he will move on to the next stage. Unbelievable. Well done there. Shriners Open uh, on the PGA Tour. Brian Stewart, Patrick Hanley, Lucas Glover, Las Vegas resident Kevin Na, tied for the lead. 12 under par. Good for a one-shot lead over Matt Jones and a two-shot lead over a host of players that includes Canadian Nick Taylor playing well again. Open with the 63, had the first-round lead, backed it up with a 69. He's 10 under par. Adam Hadwin. Nine under par. Those two playing some exceptional golf for two weeks in a row. DeChambeau, the mad scientist, weird week last week. He's at eight under alongside lefty Phil Mickelson. Can lefty keep it in the ballpark for the weekend? If he does, you never know. Unfortunately, Roger Sloan, three under, going to miss the cut and uh, going to head home as well as Mackenzie Hughes and Graham Dillette, as we previously mentioned, 74, excuse me, 75, 72, but nice to see Graham play 36 healthy holes of golf on the PGA Tour. Guys, before we go to break, excuse me, before we wrap up the show, I should say, um, I like this 65 cut better than mm. 70 in ties. Have you guys given any thought to this since they flipped to this three weeks ago? Yeah. I, the only, I mean, a five under cut is a, that's a pretty, that's a low cut. Yeah, it <laughs> is. But, but is that not course. where yeah. we're playing the golf course? Yeah, true. Yeah. I just, I never liked the Saturday cut. It always yeah, felt yeah, weird. Yeah, that, that was yeah. weird. That was it really weird. bothered me. And of course, that has been eliminated now because instead of going to 70 in ties, we've gone to 60 in ties, but we've eliminated the secondary cut, which is really a TV cut. It, yeah. it, well, it is, especially this time of year when the daylight's starting to creep yeah. down, right? But it is, it is essentially, again, uh, a sort of waving the white flag to slow play. Yeah, again, right? Mm-hmm. again, right? So it's just interesting because last week I co-hosted uh, Inside the Ropes with, with uh, Dennis Paulson because Dennis and Carl are friends of mine, and Carl uh, was attending to something, and he couldn't, right. he couldn't do the show, and I happened to be on the, the, the crew that week with Dennis. We so said, just sit in and do it. And you know, it was interesting to get it from a player's perspective because Dennis didn't argue for or against it. The one thing he did say was, theoretically, technically speaking, uh, you, know, you could be seven under par, or four under par, or even par, 
But you could be within six, seven shots of the lead and, and go home as you shrink that cut. Yeah. And that was the one part of it that he left a bad taste in his mouth. And he had no problem with the smaller cut. He had no problem with any of the anything that kind of comes along with this. But when you're starting to send guys home on the weekend that are within seven shots of the lead with 36 holes to go, the way these guys can go out and shoot 61 whenever they feel like it, it seems. Mm-hmm. He said that's so – maybe there was a – Maybe there should have been a rule there, like it's 65 in ties or within X of the lead, like yeah. it used to do with the 10-shot lead. That's right, the old 10-shot rule. Right. So, guys, thanks so much. Uh, Skulls, we'll see you for putting together our TaylorMade product special. Yes, sir. Are we all here next week for Thanksgiving? We're all here. Are we all here on the Saturday here. for a Thanksgiving edition of, of GTC? What we're all thankful for. Maybe we'll bring it. Maybe <laughs> we'll, we'll have to bring in a turkey yep. and pie Mashed in the studio. Potatoes. I like it. Okay. All right. We're going to do a yep. Thanksgiving version. Stuffing. I like it. Don't forget... <laughs> South Africa, Canada, Tuesday, Rugby World Cup. Oh, I didn't even know. Is that going on? <laughs> to, to, and yeah, and, and New Zealand versus Namibia is... Uh, That's what I've been waiting for, Bob. Quarter, quarter to one this, in, this morning. So. Don't forget. Right here on TSN. Cedarbreakgolf.com, cedarbreakgolf.com, 50% off the $10,000 initiation. Limited, limited time only between now and October 15th, so get, take advantage of that. And don't forget that the Leafs are 2-0, and the 49ers are 3-0, and and they sit on top of the NFC West, so all is right in Zucchino land. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Remember, first good decision on the golf course, it always starts in the closet. Woo! <laughs> this segment of GTC presented by Acura was brought to you by the Muskoka Bay Club. Live, stay, and play at our award-winning championship golf course. Visit MuskokaBayResort.com today. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Golf Talk Canada. For blogs, podcasts, show archives, our YouTube channel, or for more information, visit us online at golftalkcanada.com.